Welcome to the Guardian Fee. I'm Luminous Zero. I have a whole cast, except for one average for today, but I do have two special guests, Mr. Monkey and uh, Chef, just today, um, Fury and uh, e, e, you want to call his full name again. Um, it's also here. <laughs> but, um, before we start, you know that you know, we lost a, a very important Guardian in our community. Um, uh, I've been pretty much a iconic character in the desk community all the way since he won. Um, deeply added by his loss. So, uh, if you haven't gone to the tower, I'll sit his um character. Please do so. It's just an honor of him. Also, you're a vanguard emblem. The rest of the month, or whatever you decide to do, just I was I'm not attacking me myself, but he's always been you no know, one's every cutscene, every story talking about such guardians as I just build up the characters. So to have him no longer with us, but here on now, it'll be feel very different. <laughs> I don't know. How's everyone doing? Fury, how you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm just you know. Finish up some small things here and there. Pete? Oh, uh, yeah, same thing. Been busy with the new raid and stuff like that. Been working on that, grinding out, getting the clears, and helping teach people. So, with uh, two guests, Mr. Monkey and uh, Oh my god, terrible me. Welcome, thank you. Uh, if you, uh, Mr. Monkey, if you have in. Um, obviously, you know who you are, but people listening don't know who you are. You mind giving us a small introduction to yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, UK gamer. So, I'm guessing I'm subbing in for average on this episode. Uh, been playing since D1. Play pretty much every day. Uh, predominantly PvE, but still haven't cleared the raid, to my chagrin. Um that's pretty much it. Hey, uh, shy, shy. How about you? How about who you are, my man? <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> my name's Shafies. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a retired vet, D1 veteran, and uh, yeah, we. I primarily play PvP, but this uh, this Lightfall. Oh my God, it's got me in the feels. I've been back in a PVE for long enough to forget how to PvP. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much me at the at the moment. Right, I feel yeah. that one personally. <laughs> All right, so it's been a couple of weeks since I have you know people on this episode that the listeners know that the last two weeks was just my own impression. Um, let's go starting with Fury. He's going in the room. I'll be the last person. Um, what about Lightfall? What's so what is your impression? What you don't like? You do like? And we'll just go from there. So I'm going to say I'm going to give Lightfall like a seven, seven and a half out of ten. I think it's I think it's a very decently good expansion. Story did fall short, but like everything else is pretty good. I do have a lot of minor major gripes. <laughs> um 
I think one of the biggest things that I personally have a price about, as everyone knows, I'm a very big Gambit player. I've already guilted it, actually. Um, every single Gambit weapon in the game right now sucks or got power crept. <laughs> and that annoys me. Um, I actually had a stream the other day where I kind of was talking about every single Gambit weapon. And I said the only one that's actually worth a damn right now is probably yesteryear. And everything else you can just forget about. So that's probably one of my biggest gripes right now. Also, the combination system is just as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I'm really worried about that. Really? Why Why would you say the combination system is bad? I think it's good. What, it's, what you like... What does it incentivize? Like, I just give them out to get my pinnacle. I, if I'm going to be honest with you, I give it out to give a pinnacle, and then, it, and that's it. Like, guardian ranks, I just don't think are it right now. I I think they kind of, it's a neat idea, but it's a bad execution. Makes sense. I mean, I can get what you got from there. I agree with that. I, I mean, I saw someone that was a rank 8, and I'm like, okay, I, I didn't feel anything more that they've done, you know? It's like, okay, they, they lost sectors, because I, I, I'm not a lost sector person. I, I just don't care about lost sectors, so I probably won't even pay rank up past 6, but that suddenly makes me on a lower, that, from a, a gameplay standpoint, that makes me on a lower level than someone who does lost sectors. Yeah, the whole lost sector thing, I had done that. That's why I'm still wearing six. Yeah, I, I just don't care about lost sectors. Yeah. I only did the master flawless one just so I can get the four extra slots. But outside of that, I, I just don't do them. They don't excite me. Um, Mr. Monkey, what do you think about the uh, Wayfall? Uh, so, I guess I'd got a question back to Fiore because I also love Gambit. And I think it's been not treated that fairly <laughs> over the last few years. I think we really want to get back-to-back Gambit Prime. I'd be interested to hear your opinion on that. Okay. Um, uh, so here, here's... I'm going to go on a little bit of this spiel, so I apologize now. Here's what I honestly think they should do for Gambit Prime. And I saw this idea kind of, sort of, but I, I think this I'm going to modify it a little bit. I think if they do Game at Prime, instead of um, in, instead of, say, you know, the invasion to the other side, I think they should treat it like, um, if you've ever played Modern Warfare, uh, Warzone in particular, the Gulag, where you each team sends one person into a Gulag. They have to battle 1v1. And the person that wins, they get to send a Taken Ogre to the other side rather than just invading. I don't know if anyone played Gurren mm. but game, but ogres were annoying. Like they were just the worst. To yeah, I, yeah. No, <laughs> I I actually agree with that. That's actually honestly, I do like that idea because like as someone who plays Warzone myself, the, that's actually not a half bad idea. Like if little so, takes, that's, that's a good that idea, that yeah. would be great. Uh, I do think they should probably go back to, if they do that. Unfortunately, it's kind of a double edged sword because how I, I and they will have to limit how many invasions or how many times you can do that in a match. I think they should yeah. limit it to two people a match, two times a match. Now, how they also could do it, 
let's say one team gets the 40 motes, they go into the gulag. If no one, if the, no one from the other team actually goes in within 15 seconds, then the ogre gets sent automatically. So it incentivizes someone, you know, actually yeah. participating in it because otherwise, oh, I'll just ignore it. They won't get anything. They'll be down in person. That's what, I, what about the concept of, of randomly bringing someone in? Like it just randomly RNG someone into the gulag, whether they got 15 motes or not. And now you're, you're, you know, that extra edge, like you're talking about. Now it's you who got no motes and this guy that you're randomly fighting has 15 motes to see who wins for the ogre. Yeah. It, there's a lot of things you could do with it, but I don't think they don't, they don't really have any sort of like summits like PVP does like PVP has a summit. I feel like they have like every year. But you don't have a lot of community members that are into gaming. Like the only I actually found out there's only two I can think of is Silver and Cami Cakes. But he's also into like everything. So there, and I think Paul Tasty had an article about Gambit recently. He says he says it's in a good spot, but he plays on a very a much lower say tier than some other people like me. Like I think I I'm literally fighting. You know, every single match I go into is a sweat fest. Like the skill based matchmaking hits Gambit hard. So, you know, I see the same thing. I see Thundercrash Titans. I see, uh, I don't see a lot of Strand in there. I don't see certain things I don't see in there. Where he sees a lot of that variety, I don't see that. So I, I think, I, I, I appreciate that he put an article out there, but I do think he needs to kind of talk to some more. Gambit bets to kind of get an idea of what the game mode really needs. Um, the other well, thing, well, sorry. go ahead. Oh, well, if on top of you, you're talking about, I understand about Gambit, but what do you think about this? Well, another topic I rarely seen, but I think it's also need to be bring out is you know how PvP players are always bitching about PvP not being focused enough. What do you think that think the reason why Gambit's not getting enough attention because they could not figure out? The PvP side to Gambit that therefore they're be on the same level of PvP or is it just being on the back burner? Like you can't I do nothing think, unless they fix PvP. I well see, I I 100% think PvP needs to be more of a focus in Gambit. I, I that should be their second order priority. This I even say that. Um, I think it's just harder to balance Gambit because it's it's a a product of two different sandboxes of a PvP sandbox and a PVE sandbox and trying to balance. One of those on their own is hard. Trying to balance both of those in a six-minute game is an impossible task of anyone. I, I, I would not wish that on anyone. I do think they should put some more, more effort into PvP, because right now it needs it. It needs it hard. But also, at the same time, I do think Gambit needs it, too. Honestly, just, just give us a way to get mass work materials on Gambit and bring back the two maps, and I think most of us would be content for a while. I, I agree, yeah. I think PvP in terms of where is that right now. I mean, I've been hearing a lot of stuff where um, some of the promises that we used to get uh, no longer uh, being promised. Because I, uh, yeah, I'm going back to the Destiny uh, Community podcast because you know, Miss Fox 5000 is a huge PvP player, but she's also thinking the backseat of how PvP is. And uh, people over there were mentioning how, like, stuff we were promised like you know every map new map revised or new every season 
got we hadn't gotten that two in two seasons. Um, new armor set did not happen. Um, new weapons did not happen either. And he said I, that I mean, we got two good 12, weapons this season. Yeah. I don't know. He also like, said that in twelve. So that's the thing. They, they said they said the particular thing in all these promises. An article that they posted themselves it never never happened. So whatever reason they decided to completely drop PvP, I understand why PvP is uh, mad. PvP is mad, but at the same time, it's like, Monty, what are you doing? Because if you're just dropping promises like that, I highly doubt that you're even thinking about the game at this point. I mean, I'm not saying that because of state play article, but I'm also saying that you probably have no idea what they're doing about PvP, and therefore game it. Considering being at PvP, they're just saying, well, we're going to put these two together in the backseat and just focus highly on, you know, PvE, raids, dungeon, all sector, whatever they decide to do. And if that's the case, I feel like they should be very transparent and be like, okay, I think I said a couple episodes ago, just tell us. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, just tell us. I mean, I'd rather have that answer and just honestly being, you know, be around the bush at this point. I agree with that. <clears throat> Although I will say that um, if you've if you ever step in trials today, hope that you're not dealing with someone who has gotten flawless and has a new SMG because it's not going to be a fun time. It's just like, not. I I was on my second <laughs> match on my card and I, I came face to face with like three a full team with a death SMG. The strand one already. I was like, I'm gonna yeah, die. That, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> and that's and, and that's probably that's partially the reason why I started bringing up the topic about gamut weapons because borrowed time used to be like the best 750 SMG in the game, and then the Oculus one came out, and then this one just came out, and you might as well just throw that one to the trash. <laughs> I mean, I would be okay with even now in a state of things if they just somehow bring back or not bring back or just as to make everything gamut weapon craftable. In a way where you you can just go and try to get rep order instead of doing the same thing over and over again until they decided to fix, add whatever you wanted to do. I mean, I'm even more okay with that for the temporary fix of things. Not like, because I haven't gotten gaming yet at all, not because I don't like it. It's just I feel like I had no desire or need to at the moment to even go in there besides Pinnacle. And I'm already at Pinnacle already on my Warlock, so. What the hell, my hunter? That's the only time we all go on Gambit, but other than that, it's just it's like no desire. Like, the I, only people I, that play Gambit this late into the week are people that like Gambit. Otherwise, yeah. you, you, there's no. I, I cannot in good conscience say someone say you should play Gambit. I can't in good conscience tell anyone that because there's nothing to get from there that you can't get from somewhere else. Better. Let's say you were going for the title, other than that, and that's my recommendation is like yeah i got the dredging but that's it man there the is your good luck <laughs> I, think, I, think, I personally think luminous's idea of making all the weapons craftable would incentivize people to play it more i think that's I, a great idea i disagree the main reason why i disagree is because no other playlist has craftable weapons and again let's be honest Tell me a gambit weapon you want to craft right now. Uh, servant leader. Yes, are you? Bygones. But bygones isn't even in the game anymore. <laughs> I know. Trump? I know. Besides, you already have. I was just saying, if they bring craftful weapon, bygones could be in there. Besides, you already have. Uh, what's it called? The state disparities. Already a better bygones anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> I do. I. I cannot tell you how many 
Gambit engrams I've opened on or focused on servant leader to, hey, try, and get the, to try and get the Randy's role. <laughs> and the worst part and is you have it you have to get another one this season because they added a origin trait to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well if we're talking well, off of engram focusing, how do you guys like the engram focusing I think done this on this fantastic so change far? don't 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 change Jack. Don't go back. Fantastic yeah. chance. Keep it. Yeah, agree. There's nothing more to say. It's it, what they what they did this this time around. It's it's amazing. I it's perfect. So much, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I personally love it. Anyone don't do change the, anything about it. Anyone do the crucible cheese on like day one of late fall drop? Because I didn't know about that to day two, but it did help me a lot. For my I did power. not hear about this. No, yeah, yeah, like, if you have a whole stack of crucible engram like before the season started. Or the, oh yeah. Draw, go and deposit them during the first week or so. I don't know the pattern. Every time you um, cash in, the number goes higher. So like if you grow like let's say seventeen fifty on the first couple, you like seventeen fifty six, and then seventeen eighty. Okay. You get yeah, like no hundred. Wow, that. that was like throw like a cheese. I did that for to get to myself to eighteen hundred. I was like, I'm at. 1780, just fuck it. I got like 30. Let's see how far I can go. <laughs> yeah, did not know that was a thing. But yeah, yeah the yeah, rip system right? is perfect. Don't yeah. change it. The only thing I would change is lower the cost on some things. That's the only thing. Yeah. But outside yeah, of that, perfect. Um, Probably one of the best changes they've done. Yeah. Uh, anything about Lightfall? Anything you want to jump in on? Um... I mean, if we're talking over overall the gameplay and everything. Yeah, I agree, it's a seven. But um, I guess from the lore standpoint, and and a lot of the foreseen loopholes they put in the game to to, it feels like there's a lot missing in the lore and in the story. But I feel like they've done that. I mean, look, we just had an art released from ten years ago. It had an elixir, a cabal, and a guardian all coded in strand heading towards a pyramid and that was 10 years ago. So I feel like me personally, I'm super excited and, and happy with what Lightfall's providing as far as a story aspect goes, because it just feels to me like they're purposely falling short to make you go like, there's really it. This is all this is, this is the end of it. And we still have a seasonal quest to finish and we haven't even really capped out on it. So me personally, I'm excited and, and really happy with the story aspect but like like it, like it was mentioned there's a lot of stuff the invisible guardians in pvp um the glaive the exotic glaive doing 900 times expect expected damage there's you know small gameplay functions that are really messed up but i gotta say they really brought it to the table this time okay for towards due to the whole story aspect of thing um he wanted to read the complaints like he's seen. It was sort of frustrating to most is how Strain was introduced. I don't think people understand that they personally made Strain introduction on a level of what would you have done if you ever gotten this power out of nowhere? Like, this is not something that was, like, ever hinted in any story. This was something that, like, you know, we went to Neo Nuna and we saw this little green thing and how we got new power, but at the same time, we had no idea how to use it. We were adding the whole, you know, exhaust system after a certain point. I mean, Osiris, like, you know, you need to like, it. you need to like turn it down a little bit. Um, 
makes sense in terms of lore story, but in terms of gameplay, I think it could have been um, manageable if they just add in maybe a couple more, or having given us all grenades, all of it, just not just the you know, stuff Spider-Man one. I think that was the most frustrating one. Maybe um. Grapple, yeah. <clears throat> a fragment, at least one fragment to make it like, you know, you have some sort of flexibility, but you're not entirely agreeing on this one particular set of screens throughout the story. I think that was my only major frustration in terms of screen, but in terms of how they introduced it, what was pretty much a confirmation that light and dark are very much a thin line, what they were going for. Um, very good. I think it was very good. It also, um, throughout the story, it made it very clear that Alice basically made it a device to use all of our powers against us or eliminate, including Stasis, because he knew about Stasis. And Strain was the only one that he did not prepare for. So having like that maybe be like more of a focus than the veil make more sense because I think forever go fight the witness. And like the Witten had no idea what's going on. Syrian had the rage story. Um uh, mentioned how he did not know Sabatine betrayed him until like I got the very last minute. Pretty sure he's pretty much just like, I got the traveler, I'm gonna do it, I'll off whatever's going on the other side of this whatever plane he's at. And if he come in with, you know, more focus, wherever the surf cell class is gonna be, if the other are gonna be a surf cell class, um Will be more powerful than I think he ever realized. I think that's the route they're going us to where it's like get all the Dragon Ball Z route where you know Goku powers up after every major villain and he keeps getting more stronger. So I guess we're going doing like the same thing where uh, we're already strong, we got strand and now we're more stronger, but now we're like Super Saiyan 3 level. Now we have to go to Super Saiyan 4 before we fight the witness. You know what I'm saying? It's like I feel like they're going that route in terms of power and where the lore is going. Um. One of the things I think I also heard how they kind of retcon the black heart. I don't think they retcon it. But if you're going on a season of Seraph ending, how it's like that, what their goal to make that entire scene like a full circle, I'm pretty sure that wherever the black heart was with their full attention of being like, oh yeah, that's a copy of the veil. Like, you know, I don't think they retcon it. I think it was just long overdue like they wanted to tell the story and then in a long-term way and they got it out but we still don't know what the bail is we know that the black heart is technically the copy of it that's all we know so far in reality and at the end of the raid that costume kind of confirmed that that's what we're gonna be doing until final shape is figure out what the hell this bail is what can we actually do with it and why the hell it was on earth in the first place and why sabatoon wants to suddenly betrayed witness even though she was never technically a guardian, she portrayed him for a reason. That reason has yet been confirmed. So I guess things he's on the deep. We're gonna find out why Sabatoon was like, "Hi, fuckers." <laughs> yeah, I definitely think, like, like I said, they they have a plan, and I feel like they're gonna they're gonna push this secret ten year plan out and just kind of. Th- I think I saw it best in a TikTok. Can, can you imagine getting on to? Uh, the traveler or going through the same portal that the witness went through and in the boss fight with the witness, we get to unlock solar arc void strand thesis and whatever other subclass we get, we power up and we fight the witness with all our supers, every slots and exotic. 
every weapon's an exotic, and then we final out, and that's the end of it, and we head, we, we head into whatever the next arc is. I think they've got a really good line with the story coming up. Although the raid, under raid mods, not the mods, the one the one the raid weapon. I'm not sure other weapon has it. It's a paracausal effect. I feel like they're using paracausal paracausal more often now. Maybe hinting at maybe we're going or the last subclass going to be if they ever going to do it. Like I said, you combine light and dark into one, and that's how you get. Or thought class, or you know, whatever that might be. Like you said, yeah. If Shran is our gateway into that portal, once we go over there, maybe something else trigger inside of us. So we're like, oh shit, I can find two, like in dark, and this is how this is how we're gonna use it. You know, it's um, I don't know what technically the witness is. We don't know sure if he's even physical or yes, mostly like. I mean, we just know that he is able to. Talk to Cal through a broken glass thing, but at the same time, he's like staying in front of the travelers. So we're not entirely sure if he would be touchable at this point. Maybe having something like light and dark as one to make him also touch on, like more sensitive that what to keep. But we'll have to find out as the year goes on. They, Bungie did confirm that whatever happening in Season of the Deep and after and whatever the last two seasons, it's going to be more focused on his origins. So hopefully, we'll figure out. Exactly, he is in terms of a race. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So, with everything that happens in Lightfall, I mean, y'all, all seem like we have, you know, a good thoughts on it. Um, raid. How did everyone think about the raid in terms of during contest mode and post contest mode? Ray, do you have a hot take on that? Okay, I guess I do. Um, so I did do I did do contest mode. I did finish contest mode. I got through a majority of it. Actually, was my team, and then we all had to just actually just spare, uh, just you know, separate. And then I finished the last fight with LFG. Um, I will say that this was definitely the easiest. And I, and I also want to preface that I've not finished any other contest mode. I've gotten the boss in every single contest mode since um, Beyond Light. Either one thing or another, I just couldn't finish it here or near there, here or there. But I will say this was by far the easiest contest mode we've had because the fights felt more dungeon-like than raid-like. The tethering mechanic was used in three of the four fight encounters in the raid. And the only one that wasn't was prob the third encounter, which was probably, in my opinion, the best encounter in the raid. Hands um, down. Yeah, like, hands down, I believe that is the best encounter in the raid. If that, if that was the final boss, I would have been happy. I actually would have been happy. Nezarak was not great but it's not the worst final boss we've had um be that as it may i do think that this was the most visually simulating raid we've had in a very long time i think like this is approaching in terms of looks approaching last wish if not on the same level as last wish mechanically though it was definitely fell short that's not necessarily a bad thing, 
but I don't think it's necessarily a good thing. It's just a thing that exists. Um, I do not like the idea of the current in-game raid being the best raid to teach new players. I think that is terrible. This should not be the raid where I say, oh, this one won't take my, my, my friends who are just getting into Destiny. This should be the raid that I say, oh, this is going to be a raid I take them after they've got a few raid clears under their belt. Overall, average raid, terrible day one experience. That's my that's my take. I think honestly for me as well, I agree with most of the stuff. Furious. Uh, my day my day one wasn't too bad either. The contest was like Fury said. I I felt like the contest mode was a lot easier, and it's not necessarily a bad thing either, in my opinion. Uh, you know, I had to switch groups a good couple of times before I found my actual group that was solid for a bit, and uh, it just. Just, uh, I don't know. It, like he said, visually pleasing. I, I just, I feel like some of the encounters were a little bit underwhelming. In a way, mm-hmm. I guess, if you could say, they just felt really underwhelming for a new raid. Like a brand spanking new raid that just came out. Like, um, like the third encounter, like she said, I, I agree. Best encounter. I, I love that encounter so much. One of the best. Uh, Nezerak 2, I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like Nezerak, Nezerak should have been there should have been more to that encounter than there was. I, I, that also felt underwhelming. But, I mean, overall, I would probably just give the raid maybe like a 7. A 7 out of 10. Like, a solid 7. It's not a bad thing either. And with the contest mode having such a high completion rate, it's also not a bad thing. But at the same time, it can be, depending on how you look at it from whatever perspective, like if you're casual and stuff like that. But I also think that it also encourages people to try the new raid that haven't really... They've only done a couple raids, like the attempt to find a group that'll teach them and attempt the new raid that just came out, because then they can experience like newer raids and not like the legend stuff like Vogue and King's Fall. That is something that'll teach most people, like mainly Vogue, obviously. That's like the main teaching one. Uh, but, I, mean, I don't have much else to say about it. I just like Nightfall in general, 7 out of 10. I just, I don't know. A lot of the stuff was kind of underwhelming this season. Uh,. That's all I gotta say for it. I don't really have too much of an opinion opinion on it at the moment. I'm a Javunky, uh Shafi. Any opinions on the raid? I mean I know it's only that you completed, but anything that you saw so far no. results on? So I did it day one and we didn't clear the first encounter. Um we got the mechanics down pretty quickly, but just the execution wasn't there and then i ran it on friday on non-contest and i got a power cut just after the first encounter so i've not seen personally anything other than the first encounter although i've I've watched the videos um i guess to agree with what else has been said i think it's visually absolutely stunning um I really want to see the planets encounter. That looks super fun. It reminds me of doing Vault in Last Wish, but it's hard when you've not seen, when I've personally not seen much of it, to have much of an opinion on it. I've watched videos because I was preparing to run it on Friday, uh, pre-power cut. So I 
kind of have seen bits of it, but I reserve judgment till I've actually done it myself. It does look visually stunning. I think for me, it probably sits quite close to Garden. That I absolutely love Garden. I think it's beautiful. I can agree with that. It's not the most interesting raid to run. Sorry. Yeah, I, a garden. We, yeah. Listen, oh, I'm, look, a guarded, I, I, I'm a guarded I, defender. I will defend guarded to my last breath. I don't yeah. care. I will defend I, it. I, I, I would class garden one of my favorite raids, but people, well, people shit on it a little bit. But I think it's it is fun. It just reminds me of garden that it seems quite mechanically repetitive where I think Garden uh-huh. is and I also think my hot take is Garden's been spoiled a little bit by Spire that people have seen a lot of Garden in Spire and also doing the machine gun quest in Neomuna I think that's taken away a little bit from Garden personally but I do love Garden Okay. I think there's also one other thing that we need to, to, to bring up. And I don't think we've actually discussed it. Mod system. What does everyone think about it? I love it. Mm. Different. Mm. I, Different. I know this one's going to be decisive. I know this is going to be a split because some people love it, some people mm. hate it. I, 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 have, do. I have kind of a, a goodish, badish opinion. So my thing is, I like it because it's new, it's refreshing. It's 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 a little bit. I feel like it's a little bit more convenient, especially just for me because uh, both my disability and stuff. It's a little bit easier for me just to kind of go around to stuff. But I I don't know. It's like a mixed opinion. Like I like it, but at the same time, I kind of don't. I just I just it's new. I like it, but I also just feel like it is a tad bit underwhelming because they kind of did hype it up a little bit about the new mod system and how it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so different, and you're going to be able. It's just I don't know. It just feels like a reskinned mod system and then it's just put off to the side you know what i mean i don't know i i i, I, I don't i don't hate it you know what i mean i don't hate it but at the same time it's just kind of like eh, like a 50 50 i think there i can tell you right now groups. there's one mod that will make you change your mind to say you love it you know what it is which one which one sticking orbs no, I'm gonna get on Destiny right now and actually put that on. Then hold on. No, no, it's not on. <laughs> no, it's not in the game. It's not in the game. That's uh, the thing. They, if they made an, or a a mod called Seeking Orbs, where any sort of orbs you generate will go to players, people will love it. Yeah, I mean, actually, I, thought, <laughs> I, I already thought it was on. I was like, oh, fuck no, no. Seeking Orbs would make this mod system fine. Just everyone be yeah. like, oh, this is perfect. I like the mods and stuff, like how the mods are kind of like reworked. I, I think they're amazing. I, I like yeah. the mods. They're really good, especially if you're like Strand. I know the um, the one grenade one where if you hit your grapple point that you make, you get your grenade energy immediately back, and you can just infinitely do it over and over again and just keep launching yourself and stuff, which I think is amazing. I, I personally love that because I'm a big Strand fan right now. I've been using nothing but Strand for everything. I've always been a Stasis fan, so they really messed up my Stasis stuff, but I can make another one. <laughs> Um, I I do think I think the mod system is fine. I, I really do think it's fine. I do think they need to make it so either breaches like the stuff you make with each subclass can either um give you an armor charge 
or and they need to make seeking wells or seeking orbs like i think those two are very very key things they need to do yeah are you not getting ores at all no no it's not like i can't get orbs but let's say i kill someone the orb spawns on the other side of the map and i'm playing a gm and i'm like i'm not going over there grabbing ore for an armor charge I mean, just, like, just like they did with remember seeking wells if yeah. you shot a yeah. rocket across the way it's the same, same thing yeah, that, that would that would break the game. DMs <laughs> would become so easy. Yeah, it would be. But, would... but we had that last season. We had seeking wells and shit. But in the seeking wells, you have to be close enough at a certain point. It's not like you, the other across the room come towards. I mean, yeah, it's not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. You know, make it. You know, so they can generate come to you from like across a room, but like the same radius, maybe a little bit shorter than seeking wells, and we're good. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I, let's find out. It's a year, maybe they'll add it. But uh, for me, the monster so I had no problem with it. Uh, I actually liked it. Uh, mm -hmm. It took me a while to get it down to the loadout system. But uh, I think one of the things um, like it's overused now is having multiple of the elements armor charge to make your weapons do jammers. But it's also kind of messed me up because I, I had to do it a few times for. Um, and stuff that had like multiple solar and multiple arc just so I can have like the three charges ready to go just to boop up a weapon I'm gonna be using like during a boss damage and that's it. That's like nah but, uh, I don't think I don't I think there's I think it's good for a basic introduction. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be more mods added over time. Yeah. But just for oh, and they so, also need to be more forthcoming about which like how much each mod like gives yeah. like how much handling does avoid dexterity give like handling wise yeah. how much um uh, resilience does the whatever that one's called that gives you resilience I, I think they need to be more forthcoming about that are you guys just say, okay with the idea of seasonal making the mods less that's appropriate or not because that's the right now only void, or and strand are uh, costless, but that leaves arc and pieces not so much. You still have to do like I think three or four of them, not just the one you had the seasonal mod on. So my question was going to be, how do people feel about the artifact? I love the fact that you can get unstop anti barrier and overload. On the artifact i really dislike having to reset the artifact every fucking minute to swap around stuff depending yeah. on your loadout i would prefer that you unlocked everything on the artifact and then use toggle stuff on and off i think i really dislike the the new artifact system if i'm honest i'd be interested to hear everyone else's views on it you, so, you, when, when you say that, you mean like to you, you unlock all the slots for your artifact, but you're only allowed to toggle on, say, 10, 10 artifact mods. That's what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So the bit that I really dislike is if I want to run a sidearm and I want to make that anti-barrier, why do I have to un unset my entire artifact, reapply everything up to the 12 just because I want anti-barrier um sidearm and then i'm running a lost sector for example i know people have 
called Outlaw Sectors earlier on, and I want Overload Bow. So I've got to reset my artifact again to put everything else on I want just for that one mod that I want to do <coughs> Overload Bow. Why can it? Why can I not just unlock everything on the artifact and then just toddle one or two on and off? I see what you're saying. I do. I think honestly, the better solution would to be is that your artifact is also tied to your loadout. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a better solution, so we didn't yeah, have to reset it. Yeah, artifact I'm mixed on. Like I like it, but at the same time, I do. Um, I I feel like not be, only being able to have two stuff in the last column kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> um, I understand why we only have two things in the last column. I get it. I do. It still sucks. Um, and to also piggyback on the lowering costs of certain mods i think that's good for this season but i do not think it should continue on for future seasons i think the first season of a new expansion should have stuff like that so people can kind of get used to at least in this this expansion used to the new mod system 100 percent agree with that but next season i don't think any of them should be there also can we get double fire grenades off the artifact because i never want to deal with trials in double fire grenades again <laughs> I never I think, do. <laughs> I think the idea with the artifact and having seasonal mods and stuff costs less. I think its intended purpose is to constantly provide like a new loadout, a new, hey, here's the new fresh, fresh void build, or here's the new strand build. It, it provides a focus of content creation for their, their main source of, hey, come play this video game to content creators. Kind of, I kind of get the concept. But like you said, I think moving forward, it's it's probably it's got to it's got to loosen up a little bit. It can't be so focused into use this build. This is where we're pushing you to. We're coming back to volatile rounds. And don't get me wrong, I love volatile rounds, but we've been there. What's next? Do we have volatile rounds yeah. a while? Yeah. I mean, having having that <laughs> one, uh, I guess, passive artifact just make all your weapon volatile does seem like a little obsessive if you keep going down that route but if that's the way they're going which is bungee let's all be real here and most likely will be the case next of some sort of be you know shran and arc now getting their you know grenade down to one cost whatever it may be uh i think he'd rather start seeing his so and so he's his weapon you know it's just having headstone on a weapon, you now it's for the tires three months or four months, whatever the season's gonna be. Oh, all your stasis weapon are now gonna have headstone. I don't know if that's the case. It's something different that you normally don't have to have a weapon on. Uh, anything like all for arc, you know, if you don't have both shot, but you have the seasonal, you can have both shot on. Not the case. I mean, whatever. Not a big deal, but that's the route they're going. I'd rather keep it on on that route than anything else. Um, I have not touched Strand, to be honest. I can tell you right now, I have been mainly using Void, Arc, and Solar in a consistent basis ever since Lightfall Draw. One time I used Strand, which for the legendary story, I had not even bothered unlocking everything for Strand, so I had no idea how Strand works. Um, I didn't even bother being a bill for it at this moment. Um, 
love being a Spidey boy in sixes. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> I mean, I, I love the I, whole I, warlock I, thing, but it's just like I just need to like make the time go and time in Neil Luna get the currency up to lock everything. It's like ah, I'll just do when I can. In my opinion, they should have stuck strands and full unlock mid probably halfway to three quarters way through the campaign rather than like I'm a warlock main so I did legendary solo on my warlock and now I'm trying to unlock every strand aspect of my titan hunter through doing boring patrols and it's mm. just, not wrong but I for sorry contact they probably did have a reason Alternative to what you're saying, I think what they should have done, it gave up the currency after using screen to build up the currency to buy more. Because having mm-hmm. like using that screen for an entire duration of the story, whatever it may be, and suddenly at the end of everything, like, oh yeah, here's 200 screen currency. Where the fuck is this? You could just not yeah. give us this while we're using screen. <laughs> we were using screen the whole time. We could build up currency to buy more things. But yet you decided to give us, oh, here's a new currency, but you will never know about it until you just beat the story. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? 200? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and running through the campaign, you used to use in the grapple. So you think, right, my grenade's grapple. Yeah. And then once you've got through the campaign, it's like, oh, you can do threadlings, or you can throw this tangled grenade that will just suspend everything. Oh, there's an unstop there. Just throw a grenade at it. It's like, show us the cool stuff throughout yeah. the campaign not just let's put you in a training montage where you have to grapple around a big circular room avoiding a wall of death yeah while osiris shouts at you stuff <laughs> that's what I was saying. That yeah is- i thought i thought i thought that mission was like uh, uh, I, don't know, you know, was, I guess you tell about my reaction that mission was just really just annoying i just didn't, i didn't really like that entire mission I got more frustrated. The part and stuff I liked. Oh god. No, I was saying I got I got more frustrated. The game was just stop talking to me. Stop. Stop. I everything 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 in this mission I can do on my void hunter without grapple. Stop telling me to go straight, and it wouldn't let you progress unless you you strand up and then you grappled for two window jumps and then you rallied up to a banner with your void and it was like well. Yeah, that was that was. Thank you. Yeah, like I said, game playing wise for Strand on the over was acceptable. I feel like they could have just changed that in a way where, like I said, he gave us more options to use screen throughout the story. Instead, it's just the basic loadout and the grappling. The grappling thing, I understand completely of why they're trying so hard to use grappling because grappling it makes sense. It's fun. It does not need to be in every gameplay. I don't, I hardly see grappling maybe. I mean, I have seen some in raids that they decided to use it, but most of the stuff I use is the suspension grenade because after I've done story, I helped like maybe no more than 10 people who were stuck on the callous fight. And I was like, yeah, hold on. And all I did was change my grappling to the suspension grenade. And that's how they got their win in the missionary callous with me throwing constant 
and Synchronid instead of me grappling around. It's like, why can we not have that? Yeah, option? same thing. That whole cow's fine. I just use Void with Hunter Tether Deadfall. And I just, I stay on those uh, little platforms on the edge, and I kind of just kept doing, like, little DPS with a uh, linear and a lot of other stuff. And then, like, when those Tormentors would come, I'd swap to, like, a grenade launcher with uh, the blinding, avoid one. I just blind the Tormentors over and over again until I kill them. And it was just pretty easy. Because I, th I think uh, the last mission, I I had trouble at first with it, then I just had someone else do it. With two people, it was a little bit easier. Oh, uh, yeah, like the, yeah, on top of the Legendary Story, I'm pretty sure we all did Legendary, right? Yeah, I, I did full yeah. there. How Same. did we feel about the leveling system they did this time? Because I know in Whistling, it was like if you had two or three people, everything was difficult. But I did it mostly with two or three people. <laughs> I did not find that too hard to do at all. I did it solo, so I don't know. I did it. I did the entire thing solo besides the last mission. I did it solo, I but I, I can't. I can't say when there's a there's a small notice notice when you go from one to two. But if you go from two to three, there's a very noticeable difference in the gameplay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I didn't feel any different at all, you know, with three people. I mean, I guess maybe it's just I'm so good at the game that you're gonna notice, but I don't know. But I didn't feel any <laughs> I didn't feel any difference, to be honest. That's all I was like saying. Like, oh I didn't feel like they boosted it up that much, but all right, because I, I died less than I ever would in terms of wisp point now. It was like, oh okay. The only time I really died the most was the callous flame. Now it just means, you know, I'm being used to grappling and building so much. I felt more like a jerk because when people would ask, "Hey, can you come over and help?" and there's there's two people there, it's always you know. Uh, look, honestly, it's better if you guys do it by yourself. I'm not trying to be a prick or anything, but um, if I join, it's going to get substantially harder. And I think they did it a, a little extra just because they wanted people to feel like they're getting their money's worth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. On, on top of the callous fight, did anyone feel the callous fight was underwhelming? How he died. Oh, it was fine. I mean, it was fine. Story well, story I wise, like I think like... it was. I was. I was cheated. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you felt the same way? Yes, I felt the same. Yes, I, I was the only one. I felt his whole his whole storyline, his whole arc for so many years, kind of just ended with him being. I got the power. Well, I died because I got the power because I don't have. Well, to use it. granted, too. Granted, too. Kalos wasn't technically really much of a fighter. He usually hid behind stuff that did the fighting for him. Technically, so so to me, it felt pretty fair that we killed him like a little bitch because he's a little bitch like so that's the way i looked at it because like he hit all these years yeah not because he wanted to because he he knew we would we, he knew we would kill him we knew he knew we would kill him if, if he, we got too close to him and it's, it, it's just to me it made sense in that aspect at least but like if i'm like because my whole gripe with him like not not him personally like how he ended it was like it was like the whole time life fall like in terms of like let's say in a time frame of a, of a talk, it felt like we were only there for like maybe a week or a day or maybe like three yeah. days. And it felt like he just got his powers too. Like the guy did not even like as soon as we got our strand, he got he became like a disciple all at once. It was like everyone had something new on them. And just having Cal is having like never fully developed touch his power because we know Rolk. Rolk was he died, he revived as a um disciple, and the guy was most likely a goddamn football player kicking everyone around without even touching his fucking face. He's more of a killer with his grade, where Alice was like, I'm so worried about not having a wine in my cup and uh, I'm just off the witness for no reason and about to die, but then like 
comes in with a big ass machine gun and suddenly halfway through he's like, I'll just flip my machine gun to two stores. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, have you not even bothered trying tapping your power? I feel like he could have done a whole lot more to what he could. You also have to remember, Callus is arrogant as hell. Oh, yes. He's like, an that's emperor, yeah. That is, yeah. Er- that yeah. is an arrogant he, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is known for being very arrogant, so it would be it would be kind of understanding if he didn't somewhat take us serious. Because the entire time, if you listen to the dialogue during the fight, he's sitting there making like kind of a joke out of us, in a way. Like yeah. He's making little comments and stuff like that the entire time. Like, that's an arrogant prank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking asshole. So, him like not tapping into his power is kind of on par because again he 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 sent robots to try to kill us he asked us to kill a giant vex inside of his ship he allowed freaking a val a val to take over his ship or attempt to like man's a nobody yeah well, but let's not, not let's nobody, not let's like, let's also not forget his infatuation he ran. He ran off, and he he wrote folklore, or not folklore, but he he wrote like fan fiction fan about fiction. us. It's like exactly. all the yeah. guardians, oh, they're so amazing. I'm gonna go hide now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So him not taking us seriously and kind of being arrogant is literally callous in a nutshell, in my opinion. Like that, that's just callous. Like yeah, but I felt I felt I felt chipped out when you know he does this this whole spiel of looking into the void. What is the void? No, we've never really truly understood what the void was. The darkness, it could be, we wield void. And so when we got this whole spiel of Callus is coming back and, okay, we're going to see this real guy. We get that cut scene of him coming out of this weird jacuzzi thing the, the witness has for him. It's going to hyped up. And then at the end of it, it's just like, yo, you're now lawn furniture. Thanks for being here. Story, story end. Yeah. I think that's just a product of Lightfall story in general. You guys also, so, I mean, it's also Lightfall. Do you guys think that we're getting another Cloud Strider? Because they have mentioned that Cloud Strider only comes in two, and I had not done the the Roland Death Marching mission. I'm not sure if mentioned in there, but are we ever getting another Cloud Strider? Or you I think we will. I mean, oh. I mean, may, maybe because they have to technically, because it's kind of like the thing they abide by. There has, there's always going to be two cloud striders. Because grant, granted, too, you got to think that the the older cloud strider literally just, kind of, technically, basically just died. So it's going to probably take some time to find someone that's worthy enough to be oh, a cloud they, strider. Oh, they, they they actually confirmed their dash. Like I said, I never done the asshole mission, so they actually confirmed that all the other cloud striders just recently died in a way, like it wasn't like a long time. No, I'm sure there's always been there's always been two at a time, if I'm not mistaken. I can't I can't remember off the top. Yes, of my head. yes there's always been two, and Ronan just died. So the whole yeah. next thing, I feel like that could possibly be like, you know, the next young wolf. Hey, welcome, Guardian. We kind of voted that you're also going to be a Cloud Strider kind of deal. What about Osiris? Because that's how that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Osiris would be interesting too, actually. Because I feel uh, like yeah. the whole Rowan or not Rowan, the whole. Uh, Nimbus and Osiris interaction with each other. We feel like, because right now we know Osiris, we're, right now, not lie to me. Anyone felt like they have a cry when Osiris hand out his hands, like Segura, like, oh, fuck no. Oh, shit. I, I feel like the last two missions, like the, the machine gun mission, and I think the, the one for the winter spike, should have been in the campaign, like in the main campaign. Yes. That should happen after Rowan's sacrifice. Like, 
the unfinished business should happen. Actually, they should have it back to back. I agree. I mean, I, I think I think before. that people probably would have been more receptive to Nimbus if those missions kind of happened back to back because you have Rowan's death, Nimbus being all jovial still, and then Nimbus back to being serious. It's like kind of like this weird shift in, in in tone from the end of the story to an exotic mission. I never had a, I never had a problem with Nimbus. I thought it was a good take on a character that you know they, they sit there everybody's like oh he's childish voice well let's take into perspective this is a virtual society you know how old is the kid how old's the adult you go a little bit senile you know lore lore says our guardians do emotes in real life because we've had our brain our, our brains blown in like a thousand times so we're considered normal and we're emoting dancing in the middle of nowhere this kid this adult this nimbus you know, has he got the same thing going on just because of missions X, Y, Z, or he mm. finally, you know, graduated to be a Cloud Strider? Well, I have no issues with Nimbus. I think his, I, I, I think he was like, but I think he literally just became a Cloud Strider for the yeah. story. I think, I think he was like yeah. one of the newest ones. So it would it'd be understandable that he's being childish because he's not used, he's not used to doing all this and being serious like the other Cloud Strider was. So it'd be a little bit understandable. The issue I had was the last mission uh, for Lightfall story is when he tries to fist bump Kyle after she, we literally just kill her fucking Yeah, that father. was... I, th- <laughs> I, I, also have... I was like, oh my god. I like, no, you true. also have to remember that he doesn't understand. He, I, he Again, this is why I think the... the um, first of all, that you could rewrite that scene in a million different ways and someone's going to be unhappy. But I, that's why I think I don't think he understands the complete ramifications of death yet because he hasn't yeah. had the chance to bury Rowan. Like that didn't happen until after the story concluded. Yeah. That is true. Oh, yeah, I yeah. could. Well, yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I think for him, like he, he's like a he's like a a cave. Like Cade's always been a choking guy, but oh, uh, I think for you're Nimbus, like, people are happy with that one. <laughs> but if we're talking about a cyber, you know, technology city. I mean, in reality, we don't even know his full age. This guy, this whole guy, could be literally being a sixteen-year-old kid who knew about the society across. Who's in a twelve-foot body? Yeah. Hey, shoot! It's where do things have happened? Say, like the whole the whole thing you're saying. Hey, that, I think they said in the beginning was the whole city was just evac- evacuated into a into a cyber network. They were there before Callus came. Callus came. They're like, oh, what time to go to cyberspace? Whatever, and know what their entire history of Cloud Strider was. Like it sounds like in a way that Cloud Strider was always just in 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 terms of how we are in the, in our society is that like comic books, superhero like Superman, Batman, whatever. Like they always view these Cloud Strider as those and they learn about their history and if you go on the process, um Actually, I'll probably have to study for it. And maybe this kid was like, we don't know his history. I mean, this kid could be just like, in a way, like Batman, where his college parents die, or maybe his parents die for cancer, whatever it may be. And he decided that he's going to spend his entire life studying how to be a Cloud Strider so nothing else happened. Like, and he's trying to call him a Shroud Strider as soon as we, like, sometime before we even got there. And then he now is experiencing this whole new world where he had the power to do something else. But yeah, like having. Rowan's death, I don't think it's going to change him away, but he doesn't understand that. Like, like he he knows that death's going to happen. He talks about it all the time. Like, you guys are not going to die unless your ghosts die. Like, we know who you are. But for us, 
no death, and we are gonna do what we have to do, even if we have to sacrifice ourselves. That's what I think the main point of Roman's death, how he was portraying it. But I don't think he actually knows what a connection of death is. And I think having him doing the whole interaction with Osiris and Osiris being like you know a real dick to him, or somewhat somewhat sympathetic in a way. Uh, he might offer Osiris to be a cosplayer and having maybe fully understand to be a more mature character over the years if that was ever going to be the case because a whole life fall story in a way even though it's dysfunctional I think it came to me in a way where it was more focused on why Osiris was being a dick because I think Osiris also dealing with the fact that he could die he did not care to die he had Nimbus who knows that he's going to die at some point because he had 10 years on him. Um, so he's going to make the rest of it. So I think like it's like, it's like one, it's like a, like a, like an attitude about that. One of you, you can be mopey about it or the other side of the coin is live like to your fullest where Cyrus the mopey side and then just like the little life to the fullest side. You know what I mean? So like that was like, they're trying to portray in those two characters. I think I think that's a, I think that's a really interesting point because obviously Nimbus knows that they've only got ten years left um, from being a Cloud Strider, and like you said, we don't know when they became a Cloud Strider. So, might be eight years, might be nine years left. I think that's a really interesting counterpoint to Osiris, who's lived thousands of years, maybe. Yes. Um, yeah, and obviously met the love of his life he's pretty settled in where he was and then Sagira got taken out and he's had to face his mortality and I would imagine that he'd he'd seen the fact that him and Saint would be together forever because they're both immortal he's and, and I, I've, I've seen this mentioned before but he's aging you can see it in in how they portray him in the cutscenes and yeah. how he looks in game. He's aging. He's getting old. He's gonna die soon. Yeah, and uh, that's gonna be super sad. Like something about else about Osiris as well is that he didn't get he didn't even get Sagira's shell until right before a lightfall dropped. Mm-hmm. So he has not had a chance to mourn. He he. Was taken over by Savathun in Season of the Hunt. Then he was free from Savathun and begin. Let's be honest, began the season of Seraph. He's been working since then. So he, the, the moment he got a chance to mourn was literally at the end of Lightfall. He's been essentially moving from place to workplace, tackling, you know, obstacle after obstacle, including you know the destruction of the Traveler, possible destruction of the Traveler, uh, Rasputin. Be Rasputin. They don't have a good history with each other. We all know this. Yeah. Um. And having to tackle the fact that he had someone else's mind in his head. Well, not on that. I mean, I think um, um, what was it? Nezarak mentioned that whatever he drank is going to have an effect on him at some point. Yeah, that too. I completely forgot about yeah, that. Having like Osiris deal with mortality, like you know, Mister Monkey. That makes sense, but we also know that I think Bungie is really hinting that, like, oh yeah, he died, but guess what? Who's next? Osiris. Because we will know like, if, if Netherrack is sitting here, like, you know, 
having this one conversation with during the raid and saying like, oh yeah, like I had died and revived so many times. It might be possible that you know whoever the fuck besides Rain could be the next Netherrack. Well, we know, and, and yeah, having the the most major story bit of all time where we have uh Savage Doom was like tricking the witness to move the veil from Earth to you know was for a reason. So having like all this and not have Savage Doom, I think maybe Savage Doom is gonna come out of like what the fuck are you guys doing? Like Osiris will be like. Uh, I don't know. And like you're gonna die, dude. Like you're gonna die. And I'm gonna have to kill you. Like you never know. Like Saturn might just straight up kill her side. Like you're gonna be a threat. I don't want to deal with you. Fuck you. Like you know. We just don't there's know. still a lot. There's still a lot of 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 lore, in, in invasive things that we could talk about when it comes to stuff like that. Like Savathun's ghost is still alive. The volume five lore book is talking about uh, some kind of Rasputin fallen um code. I guess splicer code or something. Along the lines of AK7 has been found or in the works, you know. So, and then you even go as far as something silly here on Neo Muna, you have a casino on one of the lost sectors, and it has Thrall on top of it. Like it's a Thrall themed uh, slot machine. So, oh, yeah. are we looking at like potential, some kind of sword logic for the Neo, Neo Moonies that possibly get a corrupted version of Osiris, like you were saying, but now we have a not hinted at a Sputin age seven that now we have phase one and phase two raid bosses. Yeah. I mean, on top of it, you're talking about like the straw to me, the eye. there is technically what I understand from Island's video is that there is a high person out there to help Made Savage Dune and the sibling into what they are, and she ran away. She's alive somewhere. And not the mother, but it's like, you know, like the mother's age, whatever. She's alive out there, and she is the one I believe was telling prophecy that, you know, uh, everything's going to end. She was the one that was trying to convince everyone that Witness was coming. No one believes her. And somehow, uh, I think Savage is looking for her for a reason. So whatever that may be, she could be on Neo Luna, and we don't never we we don't even know about it yet. Maybe that's what the season of the deep is. Maybe she's hiding somewhere on there, and Savage Also, on top of that, like the Savage goes. But I understand Savage was on in the Traveler. So, and is that correct though? Is that like she because she was taken, and the ghost is. To look for her because she was in the traveler and ghost couldn't go in there. Is that what, is that what Witch Queen was about? I, think? I, I don't know if we know where Sabathin is because, as far as we know, she's dead. Like, but the traveler took her, and... like, there was a beam of light that took her body. Yeah, her body was in the helm where we put all the dangerous um, yeah, stuff. No, like her, the, yeah, yeah, her, like yeah, yeah, like the crown of sorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay, okay. Everything that's everything that's potentially dangerous, we just stick it in the helm and. Yeah, we should probably stop doing that. By the way, yeah, just, may, just yeah, maybe, we just maybe. <laughs> yeah, we just think, oh, we just stick it in the helmet. It'll be safe. You know, it doesn't help. Like, I think there was one moment I'm thinking, probably not a good idea to just hold, hold the entire crown of sorrow just in the wing of the helm yeah. because yeah, why? Just put it next. To, just put it next to Sabathun's corpse, next to the Egregore. It'll be exactly, fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like Sabathun, we know is dead. 
Eris dissected her body. Like, that's out there. But we don't know where Maru is or what he's doing, what he's planning. I feel like since the date, hopefully we're going back to Titan. That'd be cool. Right no, no, no. I would love to go to Fundament. And let's get away from Titan. Well, Titan is because we still... I mean, there's a Leviathan there. There's something there on Titan that was there from when we were you know, at the playable space. The, and never was the long boy in the soup. Yeah. yeah. To confirm that what that was, it as the recent rumor, yeah, there has been rumored that there is a Leviathan like monster that we saw in the ocean. Hello there, and mm-hmm. has some sort of significant to have a tune in the West. I, th- I think we'll 100% be going back to Titan. All the leaks seem to suggest it. We've seen the return of Ashamir. Well, you know, I mean, given that Radiolar- yeah. the the Radiolarian yeah. lake on the roof, well, we don't know the effect of witness. That, that, um, that's been there. I think. I personally think we're one hundred percent going back to Titan. Well, the, the, the 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 codes in the game somewhere. I think this is Bungie's way of unsetting destinations. They did it with is, Mars. They've kind of they've kind of done it with Brachion. Well, we don't know the power That's of the witness. So, like, we remember the witness took the planets away. Now he's gone. Maybe like that effect. Oh, like Sadavi and maybe planets are coming back. That would make more of a sense. Well, I mean, like the I, I think we need to. I, I you know I haven't. I'm not really a lore person. I kind of just follow it here and there. But we also really need to look at. Funny enough, the third encounter in the raid because that's where all the planets that the witness has taken seem to be. Are you that is true. Real? I've been absolutely convinced that that is literally like a like a. Well, that's the that's the room that we saw the witness yeah, in the first time. That that's too. literally planets, the room. Though, that's the key that we just blew up planets, dude. I mean, that whole counter bothered blowing up planets, man. And we just kill in a pretty short. <laughs> Uh, and, and one of uh, one of Savathun's two teeth and a lie was we'll have the power to move planets. Oh my! Which I've seen God. a lot of people talk about since the raid. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. Maybe maybe for Game Five, you want to move planets and do that whole shit. But maybe we go back there and the planets are technically still there, and maybe it's actual, like you said, maybe not real planets, but maybe like a space that they're in, and all you have to do is move them. Maybe that could be it. Mm-hmm. Meeting them real planet would be a huge lore drop for real, man. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> I feel bad for killing those planets. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, like, I think Season of the Deep is going to be uh, another major hit in terms of story. Because, like, I mean, right now, what we know about Savage Dune, she, she died, but she talked to technically a garden. It's not dead, dead. Just need her ghost at this point. Whatever Amaru is doing, um, who knows? But I think um, the reason why she hasn't been revived yet is because I think technically you need a body in order to do the resurrection. So that means Amaru will have to come out of hiding to figure out where the hell Air's. I'm not sure she's hiding. That's the thing. I don't think he's hiding. I think like it's almost like when the Witch Queen happened and Amaru was doing his thing. It's almost like Amaru, unlike Argos, who talks a lot and may have mind his own. Omaru may have been ordered to do something. Like, you know how, like, the whole purpose of that with Queen, we got her memory back. We also found out that she tricked the witness into doing something. You think Amaru was working with the no, witness? Tr- I mean, Savage tricked the witness 
killed Nezirak and took the veil. We don't know why she did it. She was not a guardian. She did not have a martyr. She did that for a reason. Maybe when she became a, a, a guardian, she realized that maybe like, maybe like in all in all, she had a secret plan. Like, I need to be a guardian first. I need to get this worm out, get this fucking thing out of me. I need a ghost. And she finally got the ghost. And told martyr, like, if I die, where I know I'm going to die. When I die, do this, this, and this, then come find me. And you know, that might be the case. And he, and then what, and you never know, maybe like at the end of the season of finals, we see Amara come out of nowhere and go to the helm. And suddenly, like, the work is done and just rise there. And it's like, and then, you know, you'll come out like, like the Power Rangers scene, like, after 10,000 years, I'm free. How the fuck up? Shut up. <laughs> You never know, like you know. I got, I got more of a more of a vibe that once once Savathun realized her past and became a guardian, she was more in line with the Traveler. And I mean, we've already mentioned the Traveler. the The, the ship itself, as essence, is a shell. So the the segue into that is that the Veil is the actual gardener, the actual you know cognitive yeah. power of the Traveler. So that's its itself and its entity. But then the Ghost itself, although the traveler is a shell and it has no real, Hey, you go do this, this, you, you are my extension. I feel like the ghost is still following sword logic and just wants to see the hive thrive. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I could, cause if during, I know when we first like, kind of like go by the veil, the ghost even says like this oddly feels like exactly like the traveler feeling you get he feeling he gets with the traveler and stuff. So I could definitely I could definitely see something like that maybe. That's just how I I, I agree. Oh shit! It, it does definitely like you know life followed me all short and whatever season the season of the even for the last two seasons to be it might feel a little bit short but I think we're getting a nice a build up because. I mean, you, you can look at life fall, not technically us losing our light, but you also look at life or death. Like, you know, the whole how you handle death, how you handle life morality. You know, for a fact that, you know, even though the traveler is gone, the, the ghosts are still technically functioning. So, whatever that may be, maybe life and the life fall, I mean, our ghost is no more. Maybe. Or maybe we give our ghost somewhat of a new energy source to thrive without the shower. There's a lot of things you can go. But it definitely things like whatever's going to happen, Final Shape is going to be the most epic storyline. They they're going to have to do that whole story to end it in a way where it's like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> right? I mean, do anything else you want? Lost my words. Anything, anyone else had any other thoughts they want to bring in before we kind of end this? Oh. Well, I'd, I'd got a couple of points okay. on the lore aspect that that you raised. So, Go ahead. in terms of uh, Savathun's Go Samaru, I don't know if Bungie particularly throws out strands that need plucking or they want to pluck, but there is a law piece that says that our ghost knew Amaru, but they went by a different name. So I think there's something there behind that, which I think is really interesting. And I think if anyone's seen the art for the veil or what the veil looks like, it looks like an eyeball with sort of strands behind it. 
really interestingly, it looks like the Traveller and the Tree of Silver Wings. Um, I think that's quite an interesting point that I wonder if the veil is both the light and the dark. Um, the bit that we saw in the campaign was the light part, and I wonder if there's a dark part underneath. Mm. I could, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's see. Yeah, uh, I, I think we just need more about it. Mm-hmm. Although I do think the seasonal story is kind of all right. Like, I don't think it's terrible, but I like any story that has Mithrax in it. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're on the right path with oh. certain things. It's just like, like, like you get said, there's so much to lead into. Have we, have we even talked about the Jehovians yet? Where, where's Lady Effort D? What about the seven? Or not the seven, the nine? Where are they at? What are they Ooh. doing? I don't know. They probably true. mess with Drifter's head still. Well, the nine probably. right now, you know, so far as that, technically there are two factions of nine. One tech that wants us to, I guess, help us out, and there's another that wants to fuck with us. But yeah, you're right. The nine could so, be. Yeah. Like I said, they probably just mess with Drifter's yeah. head still. So who knows what they're doing? Or Drifter. I mean, do we need Lady Effordy? I feel like they kind of just like ended the Iron Lords, whatever. I, yeah, I think they just kind of said she's she's pacifist yeah, now, she's so done. she's kind of just doing her yeah, thing. Yeah, but what what do we say about uh, the end of uh, Stranger? What did Deej say? Oh, I think we rounded her story up really well. We're not going to bring her back. What do we have with Stasis? Stranger, I mean, she was as focused on last season. Right, right. But what I'm what I'm, what I'm getting at is they, they said we're not gonna bring it up anymore. It's done, it's over. GG. No. And then all of a no, sudden, like oh, we got a whole season. Well, I think like they, they said that they're focusing they kind of wrapped up the whole story of like the stranger doing the stranger things and now she just kind of someone an ally in a sense. But right now the, she has unquote, no idea alliance. what to do because she's in a timeline. Exactly. And she has no idea what to do. So yeah, I mean but exactly. I understand what um, I understand what you're saying. You're right. If 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 someone's saying, if the developer is saying, "Oh, we're down in the story," then we're not liking, and she just suddenly popped up. You're right. Maybe later, FPD might pop up. But that you could also lead that with um, oh, oh crap, I forgot his name now. Blue title. Aladdin. Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, you can also do Saladin. Like, Saladin could easily just be, uh, do like a couple liner, like, yeah, I know where she is. That's just going to keep her anymore. Like, you know. Yeah, but w what I was getting at is like, for Deets there with an entire colony of pacifist uh, guardians. So maybe when we get to that point where it's, it's time to pick a side, it's no longer to sit behind the fence kind of thing. She's got now an entire fleet of guardians who. May or may not have felt the the traveler go through all this stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, it's like an end game sort of thing where like you have a group that's already doing the work, and the final fight you had you had like you know Captain America was like Avengers assemble, and then you got Leader Effordy and his whole planet. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah, that, that could work. That could work. I guess. You're right. At th at this point, it does seem like we're we're drawing on a line of who do we want on our side. And the only person I think that's going to do a whole flipping point or bad is definitely Savasoon. I feel like this, this queen kind of 
made that point where she's technically a guardian. She was already going to be chosen. She's also this one person that can easily just destroy a side if she ever so wants to. So it's definitely going to be a nice tipping point that um, she's going to suicide. We also know that Crow, in the most weirdest way possible, I don't know if it's happened shit. I haven't done the season of these defines yet, but I don't know ever him being shot at. Uh, I also know that he seems like he was more pissed off at the traveler leaving more than anyone else. There had to be something there. Uh, I felt like it was more. more of a, he might be geez, why, why couldn't you die so I could die kind of thing? Uh, I mean. Because, yeah, I, I think. I think. I really didn't get the fact he was pissed off with him. I thought more that he's really, really closely connected to the Traveller. He's had visions. His ship's paracausal. Like, like everything speaker, about like him. A real speaker. Like, he probably knows yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. He can see, like he he can't can see that. It, but he has feelings what what's going to happen. I think he's pissed off with, like... Yeah, I, I, I wonder if he's emotionally connected to the traveler in some way i think, I think whether he have, whether I've... the traveler wants him to be or not i mean look he wants to have a, a real relationship with amanda holiday and he can't get away from who he was but he's trying to be better who he is currently so yeah i definitely think there's going to be some kind of segue all, that he's so, going to no so, longer be yeah. a vanguard going to be the speaker mm -hmm. this whole life and death formality thing i think this is like the most weirdest season to talk about this have you know Nimbus? You know, take death to to a phase. We have Osiris who now lost his immortality and now trying to face with oldness. And we got Amanda who wants to go gun the hoe to protect the people that you know she loves. And we got you know Crow is like, well, I got I'm immortal, but I also want to have kids and shit. I don't do know what to do this do, anymore. So it's like whole bunch of life and death morality shit here. <laughs> Do do we think Amanda's gonna live no, out the season? I mean, I think she's gonna die. I I, I don't. how she the race she was going in that first season. I don't know. I think she's gonna die. I think in the season of the deep, she's gonna be gone. Yeah. I think they're gonna build this the substantiated relationship between her and Crow. They're gonna let the uh, the forgiveness come to fruition. Everything's gonna pan out. It's gonna be nice, heartfelt. Crow's finally gonna come to terms with okay. Oh, Aldrin Slav's dead. That's not who I am. I'm I'm a crow. And then he loses Amanda in the season of the deep. And now now we're back to that whole, like you said, life and death thing. And now we got, I don't know, maybe Crow goes off on that mission to go find another way to to resurrect somebody and we get the painted version of Osiris or somebody. Oh, yeah, I can with how de how Bungie makes everything work, I could definitely see that being a very big possibility. Are we actually confirming that if the traveler dies, there's going to be no more guardians? I mean, if you think about it, something's gonna something something major. By the time final shape comes around, something major is gonna happen with the traveler. The traveler can't be it can't be a light. That's because if as long as the traveler technically exists, darkness is always gonna exist. Well, we have yeah. the way it seems. We have no idea what they are yet. And that the extra stranger in secret would be you no know, from beyond light. Um, Puka, what do you want to call? Him? And it seemed like the Puka 
that well, Puka scene with Osiris hanging seems like it's almost like the Puka Argos, but at the same time they're not. Maybe we just don't know it yet. I mean, they could they could have some sort of possibility because there there has to be something more that's going to happen with them just due to the fact that the extra stranger has one, which is very odd because if they went to Neonuna, they would have told us about Neonuna is a thing. Yeah, but we still don't even know who, who so, she's working for. Found, exactly. The extra, the extra stranger found theirs near Venus, I think. Yeah, they found theirs on a different timeline. Did they? Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was on a different timeline, and it was like in a like in an abandoned ship or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't even go to to, to the Muma. So okay, they, then they, yeah, they I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so that's the whole thing too. Is I wonder. I don't know. It's it's very odd because it's those those pukas could have a lot of like potential and a lot of secrets because obviously we barely still know what they are because obviously they're yeah. really introduced <laughs> to also, us. And, and also on the fact that the veil was on Earth, so whatever why the veil was on Earth in the beginning, could be something there as well. And maybe is the fine. Wait, what do you mean the veil was on Earth? Kyle soon to New Luna. Oh yeah, it, 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 because the because the witness was already about to do the stuff he's gonna do. That Sabatoon, I got like I said, for some reason last minute, like he, I think he planned this and just made it look like it was last minute. Still, Nazarai moved the into. Neo Nuda then came back to the witness like it's not there. Um, sorry, to find it. And the witness just took it at face value. Like I believe you. Like, really? <laughs> that, that's the thing. Like why was it on Earth in the first place? Like well, Earth is like in the weirdest way. Some like maybe like a fountain of youth type thing where there's something there that could have, you know, maybe arrive people to make guardians maybe it's something there like i don't know like that's the same like it seems like a lot of time we're getting shit on that earth and i would just steal people from earth like why keep them prisoner like you know, it's nothing here like you want to like just there for a reason and we're taking prisoners let's see if i might have some answers to that but i don't think like i first don't think we're gonna be the only guardian left. i think Maybe it turns out like the old fashioned way. Ghost way, maybe. But I mean, you already learned that we can harvest darkness. But that's one way to become a guardian. You have to actually have a ghost. Yeah, but just because you harness the darkness doesn't necessarily mean sure. you're, um, yeah, look at, look at Aramis. I mean, look at, yeah. I mean, look at Osiris, too. Osiris can use Shrain now. Like, he doesn't, like, you know, he is a guardian. Like, don't get me wrong, but he does not have a ghost to use stream. So I'm just saying that there's there's ways around it. Um, like, Hell, there's also been a lot of bad guardians yeah. too. Um, Shayura, uh, Legends. Does anyone remember? D- depending on depending on how you look at it, Drifter. Does anyone remember during the? Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, depending on how you look at it, Drifter. He's not really yeah, good, he's, but he's also yeah, not he's really bad. Like he's he's savage. He's like savage dude. He's playing his cars. A minimal, like Very he, he can chess. flip, like he can be a good one day and he could be like better. Like, he has his own agenda and he will use anything necessary. Like, he's a trickster through and through. Like, he he has his reason, but I think it might be a time where he's gonna sit there and be like, I have to choose a side. I'm gonna be bad, I'm gonna be good. It doesn't seem like he wants to be bad. I think he just wants to live with the with the reason of the pirates kind of indicate that he just wants to live. He kind of don't want to do anything else, but he has no choice but to step in. 
he's going to do whatever's necessary to live. So he could just easily never know. Um, what would that line? That would, that would be cool because when you talk to your Gambit player, Fury, did, where, where did you align yourself back then? Are you, uh, are you oh, a dredging? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> definitely. Yeah, same, same I, I, I straight out dredging. I'm like, fuck the main yard. <laughs> You got yeah, to think now that, that we talk about that. Look at the dichotomy you just presented. The tower, here we go. Now you have a choice at final shape. Do you side with the witness before we end this light versus dark saga? Or do you side yourself with the traveler? No. There's a lot of ways to go around this. But before we end it, did anyone remember the Wix Queen was, I guess, announced, you know, leaks were happening. There was only like this one particular leak of a picture where looked like Saint 14. He had a bunch of ghosts on a chain. I have not I have seen, not seen that. Okay, well, I'm, yeah, I'm not, not sure you can find it. I'm not sure I'm you can find it now, but like during Wish Queen, like any other leaks that we have nowadays, it's always like this weird like uh, official art, you know, whatever it is. That's a that's a that's a character mentioned in the lore. I can't remember what. The oh yeah, there's like a though, picture of it is like a, a poster. It's like a poster size. I can't see it with worry, but it, the whole art could be like you know like a poster size art. But just it look like Saint Fourteen's arm and his leg, and you can see like the color resemblance. And he had a bunch of chain, and all the chain had like ghosts on them. You know, like dead ghosts, and like, a lot of people thought that. And, like I thought in that time, Savage was gonna like fuck up. Goes like she knows what our weakness is, and kind of like, and then um, maybe convince um, A14 to turn bail on us at the time. But there was like always this particular art that made me feel like that could be like a weird way of maybe after final see or happens or ghosts out there or useless with ghosts, and there's just one who's gonna collect ghosts. I don't know, but I thought it was very interesting. Going to like. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. I had to look it's, like, it's like during the whole the reason reveal. It wasn't like it's like one of those things where like a lot of people were trying to figure out what what's coming with about, and he will make stupid shit, and like leakers will make out. But it's like this one picture, could they make another art was similar to the art of Beyond Light, or like that Guardian was in the snowing. You could see the pyramid on the side it had like a similar art effect. It would like people took it at like face value. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll to look into that. Though. I didn't yeah. know about that. That's interesting. Yeah, there is a character in the law. I can't remember what they're, they're called now. I'm quickly looking on Ishtar that collected dead ghosts because they were, I think, from memory, they were just pissed off about being revived over and yes, over again. Yes, yes. So they went on a hunt to go and kill ghosts. Never know. Could be facing those people. I don't know. The war is coming. It's not against the witness. The witness might have something there that the witness wants and could have an army ready for us. Who knows? Or maybe come out of that portal with an army. Never know. Like we're gonna be like we're gonna have some deaths for sure when final shape comes in after. No one's gonna ever have that their final shape. Not everyone's gonna be there. Thanks. I'm gonna add here. Um, Gary, where they can find you? You can find me at Fear uh, on Twitter, uh, Fury QED. Same thing for Twitch. Um, I am starting to stream a little bit more, mainly Gambit. Actually, I'm probably going to do some PvP today in trial, so I can 
see if I can get this SMG. Um, but that's where you can find me. Uh, you can see my kind of rants <laughs> there. So that's where you find me. Uh, Mr. Monkey? Um, I'm normally hanging out in most of the Discord, so the Guardian Hub, uh, Guardian Down, and obviously Guardian Feed at Mr. Underscore Monkey. I'm sitting. Uh, I oh sorry. Go ahead. Uh yeah. I like. I like. That's how you say your name now. I like TikTok. I like yeah. Uh, you can find me on TikTok. Same thing as my thing. Uh, on here and then same thing on Twitter as well. Just also doing TikTok stuff. Which actually I'm gonna start doing uh more of like hot takes for the TikTok, and I'm going to start uh, getting everybody's takes in the in this Discord, so I'll try and start doing that, get that rolled out once I get my little editing software fixed. I'm usually floating around in, in some of the community Discords, um, Guardians Mental Health Discord, and in a, or my own Discord, but uh, usually five days a week over on Twitch, same, same as my name you see here, this is Shafies. You can find me personally at the Lunas Zero. Um, you can find the podcast Twitter at uh, Guardians underscore Feed. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for Mr. Monkey and Shafty for joining us today. Um, for those Afros fans out there, he will be coming on soon. He going through some personal stuff. Um, I'm not sure you read his Twitter, but um, give him some love, give him dearly. But uh, I will see you guys soon. It's our side. Bye. See ya.